For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. My biological mother, Anna, had me 25 male when she was 22. She was initially thrilled to be a mother, but after I was born, she realized that a baby just wouldn't be a doll to play with and dress up. In the few fuzzy memories I have on her, Anna was never warm or motherly to me. The strongest one I remember is her screaming at me over something I can't remember. Anna would constantly leave me with my grandparents or auntie so she could go out and party. They eventually told Anna that they weren't going to be her full-time daycare and get her act together. A few months later, when I was around four, she asked my neighbors to watch me for an hour and left. The neighbors called CPS after Anna hadn't returned for days. My auntie eventually adopted me, whom I grew up believing was my biological mother. Of course, I learned the truth as an adult through snooping, but I understand why neither she nor my grandparents told me, as I was already a shy kid, and they didn't want me to grow up feeling unwanted. Anna had been alive and well for all these years, but never kept in contact. She reached out to me through social media recently, explaining who she was, and asked for us to meet so she could explain everything. According to her social media, she had a husband and two little girls, and seemed to have a good job. She didn't want me to come to her home because her husband didn't know she had other children. I was upset that she never even visited me, despite being well, but I still met with Anna at a coffee shop she suggested. Anna insisted that I refer to her as mom, and then immediately started to talk about how proud she was of my success. Although I have a flourishing computer science career and am engaged to a wonderful woman, I consider myself very successful. But her success talk implied that she wanted money or other favors from me. I shut Anna down and told her that I had no interest in a relationship with her. I told her that I had no interest in being used. She abandoned me and was embarrassed by me because she never told her husband and was only worming her way back into my life because she wanted things. She insisted that wasn't what she was trying to do. I told her to accept I would never care about her and to focus on the two kids she didn't abandon. Anna was in tears but I didn't care and left her crying at a coffee shop. My friend Liv told me I was making assumptions about Anna and how she could have genuinely changed but I perceived her the wrong way because of my past experiences with her. I admit that was possible, but I don't owe Anna my time anyway. A cousin called me an idiot for telling Anna that I would never care about her because she'd still been an immature young person when she had me, and you would never forget hearing that from your child. I think I may have been an idiot for how I handled this, so I'm asking here. Not the idiot. If Donna Shellstrop has truly changed, then that means she was always capable of change, but I just wasn't worth changing for. Yeah, she might have changed, but where was she in your life over the years that she had changed? You don't owe her anything. She didn't raise you. You're allowed to feel however you want about her. This is absolutely correct. Also, she didn't change. Opie, it sounds like your auntie did a great job raising you. You're successful, and you don't let people who did damage to you waltz back in and take advantage of you. Seems like you have your life pretty well put together. You are absolutely not the idiot for not letting her mess it up. She didn't want you to come over because her new family didn't know about you and also wanted to have a secret relationship with you and wanted you to call her mom. These two don't add up. 
Essentially, she's trying to be sneaky with her real family because, of course, she doesn't want them to know her true colors. OP, please abandon this woman the same way she abandoned you. I'll go as far as to say you were pretty generous in the way you treated her. Your mom was 22 when she had you and 26 when she walked out on you. At that age, no one is that immature not to know the consequences of leaving your kid behind and the heartbreak that causes. 21 years passed where she could have reached out to you. 21 years, my dude. You shouldn't feel sorry for what you said and you don't owe her anything. I, female 27, found out I was pregnant very recently. My husband, 34, and his family are beyond happy and excited. From what I heard, my husband was married two times before but couldn't have kids for 10 years. This is obviously a huge deal for his family because his mom will be a first-time grandma with this baby. They threw a celebration dinner for us, and as his mom and I were talking about the baby, she told me about how she'd already started making memories and started having keepsakes of her grandbaby. I felt a bit confused and asked if my husband had bought something for the baby and gave it to her. She said no, but she did bring her my used pregnancy test and gave it to her to store as a memory of the news of her grandbaby's existence. I was floored. I looked at my husband like, did you really do that? He nodded while smiling. I felt creeped out, disgusted, and very uncomfortable. After the initial shock, I just went off on both of them, calling what they did creepy and disgusting and highly violating. My husband argued that it wasn't a huge deal. He just grabbed the test once I got rid of it, put it in a plastic bag, and gifted it to his mom as a keepsake. I told him it made me feel violated and creeped out because that test had my literal pee on it. His mom said something about taking care of the smell, and I lashed out even more and demanded they get rid of it but they kept arguing, calling me controlling. Finally, brother-in-law asked me to calm down, but I just decided to grab my stuff and go home. My husband started arguing about how this was all just an overreaction and said that I ruined his and his family's joy by how I behaved after finding out about the pregnancy test. He said it's all about the baby for him and his mom, but I somehow made this whole thing about me and hurt their feelings in the process. But that was my pregnancy test and I just couldn't help but flip out even if it ruined their joy for the news. Did I overreact? Am I the idiot? I think I see why at 34 you're his third wife. Not the idiot, OP. First grandbaby after 10 years plus of waiting. Girl, there's a lot more in store for you. I wish you good luck. We may be seeing you here frequently with boundary-stomping mother-in-law. I'm sorry, what? They said it was about their happiness and the baby but not about you the one creating life in your womb? Do you realize it's the first step to never having a say in your own child's life? It's going to be your husband and his wife. Oops, I mean mother. Not the idiot, but reevaluate seriously if you want a baby with this man and want to stay with him. Red flags all around. My first red flag was OP saying, from what I heard, because while it may just be an innocent phrasing, it's also as if OP didn't hear from her husband that he'd been married before and couldn't have kids. I thought to myself, was this gossip at a party? From a cashier at a grocery store? From his aunt? It seems like something they would have discussed, but the way she says it, it's almost as if she didn't know about his prior marriages or desire for a child. So for them, it's all about the baby, and your husband accuses you of making your pregnancy about you. And you're his third wife because the previous two were infertile. How dare their broodmare have feelings is their attitude. 
Start laying down hard boundaries now, or soon enough, Mama's boy husband will throw a tantrum about mother-in-law not having a front row seat and a film crew in the delivery room. Unless that's the kind of life you want, carefully reconsider your situation. I'm a 56-year-old mother to 33-year-old Kelly and grandmother to teen Opal. Kelly became pregnant with Opal in her late teens. My husband, Eddie, and I have always believed in having the right to choose. However, Kelly insisted that she want to keep the baby and not give it up for adoption. We helped a lot as Kelly was only 17 when Opal was born. However, Kelly would rarely help with parenting, even when she was available. Even asking her to watch Opal for an hour while we ran errands was an issue. In addition, it was rare that Kelly wouldn't complain about why she had to be there to look after Opal. Kelly chose not to attend college after graduation. She had a job with a flexible schedule, yet she rarely made herself available for Opal. Kelly was only home to sleep or get dressed for some party. She also relied on us to purchase supplies and book appointments for Opal. Eddie and I would talk seriously with Kelly that she needed to step up as a parent. Unfortunately, Kelly would only make empty promises and never follow through on them. Kelly moved out when Opal was six. Kelly comes around maybe once a fortnight and for holidays, but Eddie and I have been the ones to raise Opal. Opal is doing extremely well. She has good friends, plays tennis, participates in volunteer projects, and plans to be a marine biologist after graduation. The school year ended for Opal last week, so we had a nice dinner to celebrate her good grades. Kelly came, along with several other family members. We were all chatting and enjoying dinner together when Kelly stood up to make an announcement. She announced to us that she was pregnant with her boyfriend's child. We were already upset because this was supposed to be Opal's special moment and Kelly announcing her pregnancy was utterly inappropriate. Eddie and I said nothing and Kelly started to say how she and her boyfriend were so busy with life right now, then began to talk about how grateful she was that we would always look after our grandchildren and how since we had gained so much joy from raising Opal, we would be even happier raising this second baby. After Eddie and I called her out, Kelly confirmed that she had expected us to adopt and raise this second baby. Kelly said she and her boyfriend did not have the time to raise a baby, but that putting up the baby for adoption would be throwing it away. She assumed we would have no troubles or opposition to raising a newborn baby at almost 60 years old. Eddie and I interrupted Kelly and told her we would have nothing to do with raising this new baby and would not be providing anything for it, supplies, childcare, etc. Kelly flipped out and an argument ensued. Kelly called us heartless and claimed we were willing to throw our grandchild away. Eddie and I called her selfish for expecting us to raise another child. We're too old to raise a baby. Kelly is 33 and needs to grow up. Give the baby up for adoption or be a parent and raise it yourself. Kelly left in tears. Now the family has broken into sides. The ones agreeing with Kelly say that we adopted Opal and are sending a message that we don't care about our newest grandchild. Others say we should have taken her aside privately instead of shooting her down in front of everyone, and our reaction was cruel. Eddie and I feel we had to be blunt with Kelly and not sugarcoat reality. Am I the idiot? 100% not the idiot. How are they 33 and didn't even take care of their first child and expect you to do the same? It's time for her to grow and accept the reality she's making for herself. And she ruined Opal's party. Poor girl. Exactly reading this, I was legit shocked. Opie's daughter is way too comfortable being a deadbeat parent. This lady dared to hijack a party to celebrate her first child, who she didn't raise, 
to announce that she's pregnant again and expects to toss the new kid at her parents. Who does that? How can you feel entitled to decide when and how someone else becomes a parent? And to announce that she plans to abandon a second child so publicly, does this woman have no shame? Any family members who are angry at you, message them back and tell them, I'm sorry you feel that way, but your concern for Kelly, her boyfriend and soon-to-be newborn is heartwarming. I will be sure to pass on to Kelly that as a doting aunt, uncle, cousin, you are willing to step up and provide physical care and monetary assistance to raise your niece, nephew, second cousin. There are always a bunch of family members who are ready to give you crap for not doing something that they are not willing to do. I've, 25 female, been best friends with Lisa, 25 female, since I was a little kid. We met in kindergarten and the rest is history. When we were 18, Lisa began dating my older brother, James, 27 male. I'll admit, when it happened, I wasn't happy. My brother has never been good to women and I was worried about my friend. I also admit I was childish and didn't want to share her. However, Lisa gave me an ultimatum of accepting this or losing her anyway, so I accepted. For a while, it seemed really great. They dated all throughout Lisa and my college years. They were sweet and talking about marriage. Then, out of the blue, James dumped Lisa. He didn't explain. A few months later, he brought Alison, 27 female, around. I can't prove there was an overlap, but based on the way they celebrate anniversaries, it couldn't have been more than a week gap. Alison instantly began causing problems. As I said, I've known Lisa since I was a kid, and ever since her parents died, she spent all major holidays with us. Alison thought this was unacceptable and disrespectful. My brother sided with her and threatened to stop attending. In response, I threatened to celebrate with Lisa alone. My brother folded, but this has been a constant argument. Now the recent problem. Lisa is getting married. I'm really excited and have been really busy as the maid of honor. Of course, our whole family plans to attend and have been talking about it a ton. Well, Alison has recently announced that she's pregnant. My parents are delighted and very excited, though still very busy with Lisa's wedding. However, they've tried to help in any way possible. Unfortunately, Alison called them unsupportive and to prove it went about doing a test. She's setting her baby shower on the same day as the wedding and making it clear anyone who can't attend the baby shower isn't allowed to see her child. My parents are devastated. They play huge roles in Lisa's wedding. But of course they want a relationship with their grandchild. I refused to attend the baby shower and I told my parents if they chose to go, I won't speak to them again. Am I the idiot? Not the idiot. She specifically chose a date she knew would cause issues. You need to talk to your brother about it and see if he can smooth the way to not causing drama within the family. He's knowingly allowing this to unfold and cause issues between your family and that makes him guilty in it as well. Alison seems like a bad and insecure person. Why should you not prioritize someone who has acted almost like a sister for most of your life? Weddings are a once-in-a-lifetime thing and cannot be moved. On the other hand, the baby shower can very easily be moved to another day. However, don't get your parents into this. That is their grandchild after all and they should care. Agree. You will be the idiot if you give an ultimatum to your parents they already have one painful person causing them stress. They don't need more of it. Missing out on a grandkid cannot be an easy decision. This chick is totally trying to emotionally manipulate you guys and control you to do whatever she wants to do. It's not going to stop there. Enjoy the wedding. Ignore Alison and your brother if needed. The real idiot is your brother for allowing his child to be used for this blackmail. 
and, obviously, Alison. My sister and her husband fell on hard times because of the global issue. They went from renting a nice house to having to rent a room from a friend. It was supposed to be temporary, but they've been in his house for an entire year, and he didn't have more than one room to spare to rent to them. I have a family of my own and my house is full, so I didn't want them living with me. But I have a vintage camper trailer in my backyard, one of those small ones they called a canned ham type. It's had various repairs over the years, including redoing the floor and ceiling and getting a new axle, and it's in pretty decent condition for being over 50 years old. I take this camper on yearly trips with friends and on camping trips with my family. My sister, though, has asked to borrow the camper numerous times to put in a friend's backyard so a teenage son could have some privacy and use it as a private bedroom. But I know my nephew. He's destructive with everything and would turn my camper into a total mess. And I'm certain they wouldn't want to give it back whenever I need it because he'd already lived in it. So I know they simply can't go out and get their own camper because ones in usable condition are not cheap. And right now, they're trying to save every extra dime to get back on their own feet. Recently, my sister has gotten her parents involved, and they think I should lend them the camper. But I've still refused. They won't let up and seem to think that if they keep hounding me as a collective, I'll give in. But I haven't. My wife is on my side and has refused to let my sister and brother-in-law in when I'm not home. They have a vehicle they can tow the camper, so I don't trust them not to take it if they can get in my backyard. My house also has cameras, and my sister and brother-in-law are aware of them now. They say I'm the idiot because I only use the camper a few times a year, and they need it now. But I worry that they wouldn't want to give it back, much less return it in the same condition. I firmly believe I'm in the right, but with my parents and sister constantly breathing down my neck, I thought I'd come here for an unbiased opinion. Am I the idiot for not lending them the camper? Info, I did suggest they get my nephew a tent, but they shot that idea down and called a tent temporary. If anything, that just felt like another red flag to me. Not the idiot, it's your property and you're perfectly within your rights to use it as you see fit. If you know that your nephew is destructive, then why would you allow him unrestricted access to it? It's not your fault that his parents can't provide for him. If your parents are concerned, then they can purchase a vehicle for them to use and stay in. This is why people go no contact. I think your reasoning is sound, and if you don't want your goods destroyed, which this teenager might do, be prepared to report the camper stolen and have your sister arrested for theft. I would warn her before going no contact that you will be doing that. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.